I'm Robin Amler of IBS Intelligence. You're listening to the IBS iViews podcast. With me is Hitesh Mittal, Chief Executive Officer of Bestex Research, and we're talking about trends in algo trading technology. Let's start broad and narrow the focus down, if we can, Hitesh. Tell me about your views on the current trading technology landscape, both on the buy side and the sell side. So we, we focus on algorithmic trading technology, particularly. So we offer execution algorithms to buy-side firms and sell-side firms to lower their transaction costs, their market impact costs, bid offer spread costs, things of that nature. You know, traditionally, these technologies have been offered by big banks and brokers, you know, Morgan Stanley's and the Goldman Sachs's of the world. And the way we see it changing at Bestex Research is that in a long run, there would be a lot more focus on building pure play firms uh, that solely focus on algorithmic trading firms. You know, and the reason for that is that as trading has evolved, you know, from high touch desks to algorithmic trading, it's become a lot more about, you know, better technology, better analytics, and sort of constantly evolving with the market structure that is all the markets that you're trying to access. And at big banks with you know, bureaucracy and very large teams and also lack of motivation, I'll come to that part soon, it's very hard for them to keep innovating at the same speed as firms like Bestex Research who only focus on this and who are motivated to do it because this is the only thing they offer. So over time, I believe that it'll be fewer firms it would get consolidated and fewer firms will build better products, more transparent products. And those products will use, get used by asset managers as well as by big banks. You know, big banks would be white labeling the products from these technology firms and offering it to their clients. You actually talked about lack of motivation there in terms of the way the big banks behave. Could you tell me a little bit more about what you mean by that? Absolutely. So at, at the end of the day, right, you have to think about why people buy your product, right? So asset managers, you know, why are they trading with big banks and broker dealers? And, you know, sometimes it's because they want to access that product, which is great. But there are other times, and, and that's probably majority of the times, they access that product because they have to pay these big banks and brokers for other services they provide, other investment advisory services they provide, whether it's access to research or calendar or prime brokerage, balance sheet, you know, there are numerous great services that big banks provide to asset managers and hedge funds. And the way they get compensated for providing these services is not often, you know, via cash, but we are trading commissions. So when they're building these algorithms, it's not because you know they're offering lower trading costs. It's because they're offering these other great services that only they can provide. And this is the way for them to get paid. So these algorithmic trading products basically become like a cash register for these big banks, right? Rather than, okay, I am better than six other firms and that's why you should be using my product. So that's one part. And the second thing is just, do you want to be a principal or do you want to be an agent? You know, a lot of the big banks, you know, they offer their own liquidity, you know, and especially in markets like FX and even in equities, and they offer their own crossing networks. So there is a 
you know, there is a principal agent sort of conflict that is going on, you know, which also reduces the motivation to reduce your client's costs. Rather, you know, you, you want to benefit yourself more. So, so these are sort of the two primary reasons that I think there's a lack of motivation to, you know, to, to innovate. The other thing that you, you mentioned that I want to pick up on is you talked about transparency. I wonder, I'm going to use a word here and you can probably shoot me down in, in, in using it. But some of the things you were saying, it was almost as though you were talking about a democratization of the marketplace, because at the moment it is governed by the big banks. It's going to be easier, presumably, for smaller institutions to enter the market with transparent trading techniques, transparent trading systems. So, and and I see those as two distinct issues, you know, so transparency issue is just about like 20 years ago, right? You, you, you traded with your, you know, with your hands your, or with your mouse and keyboard, right? Trading costs were very high, but at least you knew what you were doing, right? But algorithms sort of entered the market. They, they, they created great savings for institutional investors. It created a lot of disintermediation as well. So overall, the costs went down. But one thing that has happened that's sort of a negative is that you know, other than the people who are building these execution algorithms, the users, they don't really understand these execution algorithms very well. They don't know what's going on under the hood, you know. That's and, exactly and, and they, the, the argument. They are drivers. They don't know how the car works. They just know it gets them from A to B. That is correct. But, you know, in case of a car, that's probably okay, right? But when you're trading, you know, billions of dollars, and in some cases, you know, trillions of dollars for some of these some of these asset managers. It's not okay to not know how that car works, right? And it's very important to know how that car works because you know, small tweaks uh, to these models and and how you use these algorithms can really create a lot of savings. And I'm and I'm saying that you know, from 20 years of my experience, and these algorithms are black box. You know, you're sending an order to a bank you know, VWAP algorithm or a liquidity seeking algorithm, you know, and, and you just get a fill at the end of it. And you know what price you got, what size you got executed, but you don't know how it went about doing its business, right? So one of the things we have done to solve that challenge is that we offer execution algorithms to our clients, but we also offer a product called AMS, Algorithmic Management System. And it's a product where basically the clients can log in and they can actually see exactly how the algorithm is slicing and dicing their orders in the market. They can also see how the algorithm is actually designed in a very visually simple to understand way. And they can customize these algorithms and they can build their own algorithms and they can, you know, they can take them for a race. You know, they can build an A-B test that, okay, I'm going to have the algorithm that best text research built for me, but I customized it and let me have 50% of my flow go to the version A and version 50% of the flow go to version B. You know, so there's a lot of tools you offer around it. You can do transaction cost analysis. You know, they say that you can't, you, you know, you can't reduce your weight if you don't measure your weight, right? And I think the same thing goes with transaction costs. You gotta measure it every single day. You know, you need to understand what's causing your cost to go up, right? So we offer these tools within this AMS. So AMS platform is really to sort of create that visibility, engage the client with the world of execution algorithms so that over time they start to understand it. And once they start to understand it, they can start to optimize it. And we offer consulting to our clients to do that on an ongoing basis 
So we're trying to re- re- sort of bridge that gap, you know, the knowledge of these execution algorithms and how they should be used, et cetera. Now, to your second question about how that sort of democratizing algorithmic trading, it goes hand in hand with it, right? So if you think about, you know, leave out the five top banks who are building these execution algorithms, the other tier two banks who are not in this market yet, right? All they have been doing and other big brokers, all they've been doing is they've been outsourcing their, you know, algorithmic trading to these big banks, but they can't provide the same level of service that these big banks provide because they can't, they don't have access to the same tools, right? So with this AMS platform, they can now provide the same level of service. They can customize algorithms for them. If a client calls them, they can tell them what's going on with their order. You know, they can run transaction cost analysis. They can provide that consulting. So, so that sort of goes into, you know, democratizing concept, basically. You know, as the technology evolves in any industry, right, that sort of reduces the gap between the large players who are sort of holding the market share versus the smaller players. And our technology is sort of bridging that gap. I suppose the bottom line is, does technology provide a competitive edge or not? Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, algorithmic trading is all about technology. And, you know, a small firm like BestX Research, you know, we are, you know, we are only 20 people in the company and we are competing with the biggest of the biggest firms out there in cell side industry. And we are beating them. You know, we're beating them in performance. We're beating them in service. We're beating them in building and providing better product to our clients. And, you know, without technology, that that is just not feasible, right? So it's really technology that that's sort of changing this uh, this algorithmic trading world. And, and the way I think about it is that it's more of a technology game than a trading game in a long run. And in 10 years, algorithmic trading would be a pure technology play. As we see in many other things in financial technology, for example, execution management systems. These systems were earlier built by banks. You know, Goldman had its own and Lehman had its own and Bank of America had its own. Every bank was building an execution management system back in the days. And then some pure play software firms came in the market. And now, you know, none of these big bank EMS platforms exist. You know, it's only those pure play firms. And I think the same thing is going to happen with algorithmic trading. Hitesh Mittal, Chief Executive Officer of Bestex Research. Thank you very much.